Her Fantasy Football. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio forward slash Her Fantasy Football on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and more. Man, we get around. Also, big news. We are now on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, Whoa. channel 87, Sirius 210. Huge, guys. Normal time, 8 to 10 uh, p.m. Eastern. Um, this next Saturday, though, we will be in Jersey. For Fantasy Football Weekend for the Fantasy Sports Network, we're very excited. So we'll be recording from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern. So make sure to come and check us out. Uh, there's Flex Draft as well. There's a bunch of stuff going on. So it'll be a really fun day. If you're in Jersey, come out and see us. Um, make sure to subscribe to HerFantasyFootball.com so you can hear what we're doing this preseason. And you can chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB and on Facebook for slash HerFantasyFootball. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I am Brandon Lee. Ooh, we are all together in one room. It's very exciting. We're having a little bit of technical difficulties. No, but it's no, kind of this awesome. is awesome. We're this not. Is, this, this, is, this is the best. This, this is, is great. This is good, I guess. Hold sure. on, look at this. I'm, I'm moving things. We're, moving not, we're things. not in the same room ever. No. no. It's weird. No. It almost like throws us off our game. No, I'm no, ready. No, I'm on. I'm do- I'm Except for that, I put lime in my eyes. You'll notice that one eye is significantly smaller than the other today. If you if you watch us on YouTube, you will see that for it's sure. It's a good time. We heard screaming coming out of the bathroom, but you know it's Brandon. We didn't want to assume. <laughs> so, but uh, <laughs> sure enough, she came yeah. out and didn't wash her hands. Had lime because we made cocktails. Cocktails. Oh yeah. my god. Well, she had a beer, but yeah. bad. No. Corona cheers. with the lime. Well, cheers, ladies, to cheers. Uh, preseason week we're all three. Yeah. This is exciting. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. I hope you're cheering cheering with us. Don't drink and drive. Good, good way, to, right. way to throw that in there. You know it. Yep. You know it. Well, let's get Safety started. Price. Let's get started, ladies. So Friday, August 28th, games, New England Patriots to the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, so uh, Julian Edelman's return date from his ankle injury is still unknown. He's been out with an ankle injury since August 2nd, back at practice on Tuesday, but he says that he's close to returning to full strength. Um, How concerned are you? Last year he caught 92 passes, 7th in the league, 972 yards, only 4 touchdowns. But his ADP is 43. You have to take him pretty early. Yeah. It's earlier than I would like for Julian Edelman. He has to be your starter. He has to be one of your starters. Are you comfortable with him being your starter? In a, PP, in a PPR league, yes. Okay. But but as forty three, as you said, like he's not just your starter. Like he's your second or first wide receiver, depending on how you draft, right? So that is bananas. That's kind of I would, not, I would not want him as my first wide. Yeah. Um, that that's yeah. that's a little that's a little much. It's not it's not my favorite pick. But, hey, it's Bill Belichick. That man's crazy. He gets it done. Agreed. So Also, they signed uh, wide receiver Reggie Wayne. Yeah, I like this. And I was at a Colts event, actually, uh, just a couple days ago. Great organization. Holy moly, love the Colts. Love the Colts. It was a great draft. They have this group called the Blue Ladies. Yep. And the Blue Ladies is basically like this fan club made up of women. And they are hardcore. Hardcore. Awesome. And let me tell you, they had some serious opinions about Reggie Wayne going to the Patriots. They were very upset about it. They actually hate the Patriots in a way that's really deep-seated. And I, I didn't realize that. But I think it's kind of like oh, the yeah. Broncos fans. It's like, 
I think basically if you're a good team in the AFC, you just don't like the Patriots. But there was a general. year, and I, and I get this wrong every time, where it's the, it's the Colts, Patriots, and the Broncos. And it would be like one, yeah. we could never beat the Patriots, but we could beat the Colts. And the Colts could never beat the Broncos, but they'd be, no, they could be the Patriots. It was secular, yeah. and like, it was the yeah. three of us, and one of us would never beat the other team. But we Absolutely. all hate the Patriots. That's what funny. do the Colts feel about Denver? Apparently, like us either. No, it was it was pretty neutral. Also, you know, we have Peyton Manning in common. True. So there's yeah, a they little love, bit of They love warm... him. It doesn't matter where yeah. it is. Yeah, I mean, sure. they love Andrew Luck. Oh, but, sure, yeah. But they also, yeah. you know, yeah. total respect. They have this cool memorabilia room where they have um, Peyton Manning's jersey from when he won the Super Bowl, and you actually can hold the Super Bowl trophy. So I have pictures of myself holding the trophy, and actually Ursay went around Indianapolis almost like a t- on a tour because he wanted everyone in the state to hold the trophy. Unlike other people that like put it away, you can't touch it, they actually had to redo part of it because it got worn out from being touched so much. That's awesome. It's great. Yeah, it's good it's stuff. It was good stuff. We were already close fans, but hey. Yeah. We're into it now. Even bigger really fans. Into uh, it. I still don't think he's like a huge fantasy impact. Last year, 779 yards, only two touchdowns. And that was him being the, the, the go-to Reggie Wayne and I, yeah, yeah, so I'm not drafting him. But both sides of Deflategate uh, want a decision by September 4th. So if you draft after September 4th, you will probably know about what's going on with the Tom yeah. Brady-Jimmy Garoppolo situation. Jimmy Garoppolo looked better in his second game. He is um, definitely improving. I don't hate him. You know, I, don't like, love him, I, I don't but I don't, but I don't think it's that I don't think it's that big of a downgrade that I would take out Rob Gronkowski from one. I wouldn't take down uh Blount from where he is because he's he Blount's a he's a deal, deal. right now. He's a deal. Yeah, he's because a deal. he's the starter once he comes back. Sure. Well, but it's Bill Belichick, so we we, we don't know that. You never know. That's actually but, I mean yeah. you're still drafting the guy. Yeah. 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 And first trying running back. Boom. All about value. Devin Funches is going to be the replacement. And uh, right now he's still s- struggling with a hamstring issue. So you can get him cheap. Ugh. He His ADP right now is 130. Oh, and he is the number one wide receiver on Carolina Panthers. Amazing. Good stuff. 13th round. Okay, last year Benjamin caught 73 passes for a th- over 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns. And you know what? Supposedly he had drop problems. Supposedly Funches has drop problems. No one cares if I'm getting so, the points. Status quo. Exactly. In my opinion, it's like okay. Same amount of balls dropped. Just different. I don't. I don't have any. Problems you still with that have the high amount of targets. It's just fine. Yep. No right. Wilson's still the man. Jonathan Stewart. Just to let you know, his handcuff is Cameron Artis Payne. I want you to know that name, and I want you to draft him if you're in deep what, leagues. What you think, Jonathan Stewart's gonna get hurt? Uh, no. No. Oh, man, I don't want anyone going anywhere near him. But I know I'm alone on an island on that. On with Jonathan Stewart. Yeah, I, right. I would not touch Jonathan. But would you would you draft Cameron Artis Payne as like a flyer at the end, as a handcuff? If I if I was stupid enough to draft Jonathan Stewart as my top rushing back, then I've yes. drafted him when I don't have Jonathan Stewart. Yeah, I would too. Because he's one of those guys yeah. that if he does get a chance, he might end up being my starter depending yeah. on the matchup. Right. I still. I mean, I want no part Good of anything that involves Jonathan Stewart. Good stuff. All right, Detroit Lions, Jacksonville Jaguars. We did get to see some of this game tonight, so we did, we did. So Calvin Johnson was not expected to play, obviously, right? Um, But you know, everyone needs to accept the fact that we're not going to see a lot of Calvin if till the regular season. He's a vet, you know. We've seen so much Calvin Johnson. I've seen enough Calvin Johnson over the years to know what I'm going to get. Although I'll never see enough Calvin Johnson. Well, that's also (laughs) that's that's that's, that's legit. Mm. But you know what? This is this is why we don't do this because nobody wants a Jordy Nelson incident on their No, you don't. And this is why again we're big proponents of drafting late. Even though all of us have had multiple drafts at this point, 
there's a lot of injuries in the preseason. And there's reasons like this why, why people either hold or limit certain vet players because there's absolutely no reason to play them. Yep. And I'm going to be working with Roto World also this season, which is crazy. This all just happened today. But uh, I get on the phone with the guy who's, like, talking to me about, you know, doing these videos for Roto World. And uh, one of the things we talked about immediately was, like, oh, you know, injuries, suspensions. And he's like, yeah, everyone's moving their draft back. So I guess it's, like, sweeping the nation that people are calling their friends and being like, can we move the draft back because everyone's getting hurt. The Jordy Nelson thing scared everyone. And as a family, we have always done our drafts Labor Day weekend, yep. either that Monday or Sunday. And so and we stick to that. Do it three days before the first game. Absolutely. Yeah, because, and because people don't play the fourth game. So, like, our show next week is just we have a very broad scope of who you should draft because none of the starters play in week four. Right. So you know that your injury status, what that is, for a whole week before the games even start. So and not only that, but you really know the injury status of the person. Right. Not just this, he has a slight hammy yeah. problem. Undisclosed no, injury. Yeah, you really know because they're either going to play or right. not play week one. So right. There we so go. So that's that. Um, Matthew Stafford, this is interesting. So Caldwell has said that they are going to do mm-hmm. the running back by committee situation with Joyke Bell and Amir Abdullah. I believe that. I believe it as well, but you got Stafford going out there saying that, um, sorry, 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 Caldwell said that they're going to do Joyke Bell as the bell cow, that Joyke Bell is the guy. Stafford said, we're going to do a running back by committee. So it's really interesting that you've got the starting quarterback saying one thing, you've got the head coach saying another. Now, Joyke Bell is not back yet. You've got not only a knee, but an Achilles tendon. These are two very big injuries. Yeah. Very, very yeah. big injuries. So I would be you shocked. You can't bell cow a guy coming you off two injuries. You can't do it. No, even if you smart. want to, you can't. It's not yeah. smart for your organization, uh-huh. right? It's, it's uh-huh. just not. And he's not even back yet. So whether he wanted to be bell cow or not, I think you really are looking at a very, very heavy committee, and you're certainly probably looking at Amir Abdullah outright yeah. at, the, at the beginning of the season. I agree. Okay. So although Zach Zener, 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 I think, right? I'm not sure. Well, we're excited because he was make, undrafted. I, I can't make that French, but... Zinner. Zinner. Louis. No. He played he played great today. Yeah. Totally different style. He's very much an up and down, straight up kind of running back. He's like old school full and I like it. He did great. He was great. Yeah. And there is talk that to some extent they're gonna in the future do him and Amir Abdullah in a running back committee situation and Joyke Bell's gonna kinda get phased out or will primarily just be brought to the backfield swing out as in a reception format, but um, that's not going to happen anytime soon. So don't listen to that. Zinner's just going to be excited if he makes a special team. He's going to make an impact there. It's still going to be Abdullah and Joyke Bell. And um, uh, FanDuel, Abdullah's got great value. Great value. Great so, value. So. Um, but, but definitely, you know, you didn't get a whole lot out of what's going to happen this week, so that's hard. So, but that's, you know, the Lions. We, we, they expect the committee. Yes. Uh, Jacksonville, they also played today, and they were really – Great and fun. I we're big on Bortles here. Listen, we're big on the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> we really are. No, not not Sleeper not getting Central. the not getting the yeah. W's necessarily. No, no, which we don't care about because we're not Jacksonville Jaguar fans. Not at all. But we are fantasy lovers, and and the value in Jacksonville is out of control. Fantastic. So so there's not a whole lot to update here because again we're fans. But uh, wide receiver Aurelius Ben. I'm going to say that he's got a. Wrong. Fractured collarbone. I can never say it, but fractured collarbone. He was placed on IR. Um, Free agent wide receiver Eric Laura was signed. He was signed from the Lions with Jacksonville to kind of replace that situation. Wide receiver Damian Copeland's shoulder was also put on IR. 
Uh, Robinson looked a little banged up in the game. But I don't think that's anything to worry about. Alan Hearns, we still love those two guys. These guys are like your sleepers of the freaking year, people. Robinson Alan Hearns is my Hearns. favorite player ever. Maybe. When in doubt, the Allens. The Allens. The that Allens. little stunt there was very Stefania Bell. Like what? the injury reports. Oh, it's just yeah. it was quick. It was precise. It was Shout out to fun. Well, there's not a whole. Stefania, I mean, love you. It's like a receiver goes down. They got to put one up. But the receiver goes down. Got to pick one up. You got Rashard yeah, Green's sure. got a chance to even be a wide receiver three because of injuries. So it's really interesting. And then another sleeper for us guys, Denard Robinson. Yes, T.J. Yeldon. He's got a hurt finger. He's everyone's you know raving. He's the guy. He's the guy. He's the guy. He will be the guy. Sure. But Denard looked really good this game. Yeah. I liked him. And you know what? What I love about him is he runs back to the huddle really quickly. He is hustling. He is trying to prove that he's got a place on that field. And he's going to have it. People, he is going to play more than you were expecting. He had three games of over 100 total yards. He's going to play more than you expect. With a terrible offensive line. Awesome. And he's awful, going undrafted awful, in a lot awful. of leagues. So yeah. he is amazing okay. value. Crazy. Tennessee Titans of the Kansas City Chiefs. Mariota is looking good this offseason. The game's going on right now. We're recording Thursday or Friday night. We'll be posting this on Saturday morning. But uh, so we're not watching it, unfortunately. We can't give you live updates for the Tennessee Chiefs game. But he looked good. I like him. We're not going to draft him. But who we are going to draft from the Tennessee Titans is Delaney Walker. Yes. I love him. We have him higher than a lot of. A lot of rankings. I've been crazy about them all, all season. Absolutely. And yep. everybody knows how I feel about rookie quarterbacks and their tight ends. Yep. Like, it's just, it's their go-to person. It's, blanket. Yeah, it's a security blanket. They feel good. I love it. He had almost 900 yards last year and four touchdowns for a tight end. Hallelujah. Yeah, in a bad offense. In a bad offense, Yeah. So I'm totally about it. Um, as of right now, Bishop Sankey is the starter and getting praises from the coaches, which is kind of funny. They're always praising him. Ashley, I can't. Ashley I loves can't. praising him. I, will, I cannot and I will not. He looks good, though. I, I can't go there. Can't you know what? There. Sometimes we have to forgive and forget, right? We're not there yet. You know, it's true. Forgive Tough. and forget. We can talk in like week four. Because I will can't, tell you yeah. right now that uh, Doug Martin looks good. Yeah, he does. And we're going to have to forgive and forget his last couple of years, too. <laughs> we're going to have to just move on, you know? Um, David Cobb, who we, is another guy that everybody's kind of talking about. The coaches are not happy with his uh, lack of work ethic. Um, we'll see, but he also got injured, so he's not even going to be in the game right. tonight. Um, so Honestly, not... Shanky, uh, Bishop Sankey is very lucky for that. Yeah. Oh, Because yeah. he would have lost his job. I guarantee by week four he would have lost his job to Cobb. I still think that's an option. Well, yeah, Cobb's not that injured. But there, uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll I see. Mean, hey, we'll see. You know what? It, it does It does make a, an impact if you don't work hard. And what they're saying is that he's not putting in the effort, and that's why he's getting injured. Because he's not doing that extra thing to keep himself healthy. Well, it's true. Things huge. And they, and they do say that you need to go 100%, because when you're not going 100%, that's actually when you get hurt. Yeah. Because you're not, like, prepared. Your body's not ready for the hit. You're not ready to absorb that impact. So, I mean... Absolutely. Get it together. Get it. Chiefs. Eric Berry, uh, back from cancer. You know, that's great, clearly. Jamal Charles is the real deal. By the way, don't be scared. This this Jamal Charles scared situation is nuts. Listen, he's not any more scary than the other guys that are number one running backs. They're all scary. Sorry. Yeah, it's all scary. Yeah. I, so I'm, just, I'm not saying that he's, like, foolproof, but I am saying that he's no more 
an issue than the other guys. I'm more scared for CJ Anderson than I am scared for Jamal Charles. Really? A lot of people are obsessed with CJ Anderson, so it's interesting. I I think that the Jamal Charles fear is founded, but it's irrational in comparison to everyone else. They're all they're all. But isn't I mean he got hurt. He got hurt last season. But he's he put together multiple other seasons of where injury wasn't an issue. You weren't afraid of Jamal Charles really getting hurt. He did get hurt last season. He still got over he a thousand yards. He still was amazing. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. he still was yeah. amazing. But, like, no, it's not like an Arian Foster where he's hurt every season. Like, it's... Yeah. I don't no. know I don't know why this is entirely no. founded. It's, well, but Mel Davis is amazing, and I, I do think that he should be owned in every league as as a running in, back in, in general. In a PPR, because he's going to be... He's not going to be he's, as much as he'll be used in a receiving form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Macklin still looks good. I know, you know, we go back and forth on that one. Um, Kelsey still looks good. Alex Smith might be actually the sleeper on the team. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. just hilarious. Uh, yeah. But listen, offensive lineman Eric Fisher is out for a couple weeks due to an ankle injury. Here at Her Fantasy Football, we always want to let you know when there's like a big offensive lineman issue. Oh, I mean, sure. I can't even handle the Marquis Pouncey situation. Yeah. I'm, I'm brutal. I'm in tears. Um, but they do think that he'll be back week one. So that is the good news. Perfect. We're going to move on to Saturday games, which we're going to talk about right now. Pittsburgh Steelers and Buffalo Bills. But first we'll start off with Martavius Bryant. Uh, has been suspended for four weeks thus far for testing for failing a marijuana test. You know, I didn't know that Pittsburgh was like the pot capital. I mean, we come from Denver, and I thought that was like the pot capital. Of it really the is States. the pot capital. No, but you've got Le'Veon Bell. They don't. They don't had... actually declare a pot capital, Brandon. Oh. Yeah. It, it, it's <laughs> not like in the Constitution. I anything, thought. But, I thought that was. Uh, the And no, she's or not high right now. National it's, Donuts. It's my eye. I can't think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, of course, he's doing the appeal process. So I mean, this you know it's gonna be a little bit, but who knows? The rumors about him and Wheaton and stuff is all over the board, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to be going lower in the draft, which is right. good because he should be going lower yeah. in the draft. So he was still fine. just a sleeper. I mean, people are acting acting like this was the biggest blow to the team and I'm like no no he was still in the sleeper category he was maybe primed for a breakout but he I mean he, had he a good will have at least season. two or three great games this year sure but you don't know when they are yeah I don't know I think he, I think he'll have more than that but we'll see we'll see Michael Vick was picked up by the Pittsburgh Steelers uh met with protest which is interesting really yeah oh yeah what was it? It's like, you won't let him like near your dog, but you're yeah. going to let him in our city. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. When you have Ben Roethlisberger yeah, as your like, starting exactly quarterback. Standard yeah, I think it's the perfect it's position for them. Uh, yeah. That's the, that's. And everyone deserves Keep them all on one chance, team, right? So. Yeah, sure, sure. Not everybody. And he's kept his nose clean since he entered the league. So I'm not sure why we have such outrage now, but. Hey, yeah. I mean, as we said, if Greg Hardy can continue to play in the NFL, everyone can. We need to be, yeah, everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't be fully happy until Greg Hardy is out of the league. I agree. I agree. I believe I, I can only be mostly happy. Mostly happy. happy. Yeah, yeah. I can't be. I cannot be fully happy. That's fair. That's right. Well, don't worry. As we said, Big Ben is just fine. The Steelers just need somebody else to back him up, so we're good. Uh, but back to real fantasy football because Michael Vick has no fantasy worthy or worth. Um, although our dad thinks that he's he's picked up because he's going to be doing two point conversions. 
And I think that's hilarious because Vic's like God. he's like he he really loves no. Michael Vick. Oh, he does, he does. He but does. I do think that it may be a valid argument for Tebow. Sure, absolutely for Tebow. But Chip but Kelly does weird things like that. But, Ch- yeah. But, but, but how obvious Tom, is it? If there's the only Tom the moment they step on no, the field, yeah. you know they are in there. However, the Pittsburgh Steelers the had the most two point conversions last year. They had four. They don't even and, then, and they had that. a kicker yeah, that, I mean, that hurt themselves. I'm saying they will do a lot of two-point conversions, but I think they'll keep Big Ben in. Why yeah. won't they? Big Ben is a huge body of mass. They can just, yeah. like, borderline plumble people over and get in the end zone. Um, <sighs> Steelers. And you got Le'Veon Bell. And you got Antonio. Yeah. So, anyways, we had talked about this earlier, that the very talented center, Marquise Pouncey, um, is hurt with an ankle. He did go through his surgery earlier this week. Hello. And supposedly he will be back after their bye, which is in week 11. That's still um, It's all rumors. We don't know. The reality is this is this is a problem. When he didn't play in 2013, that offense was rough. Definitely not as good as last year. I mean, like, really rough. So, and, and, that's, and that's not how it's going to be this year because Bell and Brown are established and, and they're good to go. Ben is is more comfortable in the offense, period. The Todd Haley offense. Yeah, so it, yeah. it's fine. We're, we're okay. And Heath Miller, you guys, uh, you know, it's sad because he's on, like, one of the best offenses in NFL. Um, but I don't pick him up. He did finish in the top 12 last year, but he only had four touchdowns, not that many yards, not my favorite. Yeah, no upside. Four touchdowns in two seasons, I should say, the last two seasons. Yeah. Yeah, no upside. Like, it, none. Very. Yeah. Plateau. But a higher floor. But no yes. upside. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd agree with that. You get what you get with that. Bills. So, there's a little guy that we haven't talked about, and I, I wanted to talk about him last week, and then I had to cut that part, because I get really wordy at the beginning of the show, and I'm probably worried throughout all the show, but then I have to cut things. But Robert Woods, he's what still in the NFL, guys. Courtney doesn't have an opinion about that. No, no, Courtney's always just like, shut up. <laughs> move on, move on, move on. I talk a lot too. And I'm going to move on to Robert mm-hmm. Woods. He's starting wide receiver, people, and no one talks about no him. One and even nobody drafts him. drafts him. It's crazy. He's, he's probably one of the only starting wide receivers that is not drafted. Like, literally, I think he's going to be one of the only people that consistently goes undrafted that is a starting I agree. Wide receiver. Wide receiver, too, granted. But nonetheless, uh, his tip is not expected to play in Saturday's game. Uh, but he will be back by the start of the season. Think about him, people. Think about him. There is definitely potential there. Um, Percy Harvin, he also is out. Uh, he was in uniform for the start of practice. That was um, on Tuesday. But he's not really – he's not. He's just doing strength and conditioning. He's not getting any sort of contact at all. He's just kind of like slowly baby steps getting worked in. So – um, again, he's got a lot more of a big focus on special teams than the wide receiver. I would I would draft Robert Woods over Percy Harvin myself, unless you're in a particular league where your wide receiver gets the touchdown credit if they do return it. But I don't really see the Bills. Even then, there's like maybe two a year. Yeah, I, like, I don't really see the Bills yeah. really returning a whole lot of kicks. Um, Sammy Watkins' glute um, remained out during drills, but uh, you know he should be doing okay. He should be back by surgery. And they have the quarterback controversy, guys. Oh, so who will be the quarterback? Who will it be? Currently, E.G. Manuel is getting the start this week. But they say that's because Rex, like, I don't want to hear that I didn't give everybody an opportunity, which is so Rex Ryan, to say, like, I gave everybody an equal shot. He's like, I have three spots on my body for all of well, them to be and, and he did say, But he did say <laughs> that E.J. Manuel played better than he thought and that he earned the, the ability to get a start this week because, you know, he started off with Matt Castle 
then he went to Tyrod, and now it's going to be EJ Manuel. That was the original plan, but and EJ was kind of thought of as completely out of contention, but then he yeah. played pretty well last week. So yeah. he's getting the start this week. This doesn't help anybody out in terms of who the starter will be. Depending where what source you're reading, some say Castle, some say it's going to be yeah. Taylor. The, the, I don't, I don't know. The, I don't, the truth of the matter is this is completely not fantasy relevant because you're not drafting any of them anyways. Maybe a backup in a two-quarterback league. Tyrod Taylor runs a like, lot. Oh, yeah, so he, he does run a lot. Third, so, so he would be your third quarterback on the league. Sure. Yeah, yeah for a okay. and But that's the thing, though. is This is where they've got to, they've got to wait. You know, is do we want to go with the vet that's a bit more consistent, or do we want to go with a potential upside of a bit more of exciting running player in Taylor? They're probably going to go Taylor, but, you know, we'll see. We will see. All right. Mm. All right, Atlanta Falcons at the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins. You heard it here first. Dolphins, it's, th- it's a thing. Hashtag Dolphins. That's right. We are uh, on how you say it, people, just so you know. <laughs> Uh, listen, the Atlanta Falcons, we all know that you want to get Julio Jones and Matt Ryan on your team. Ryan is going around the fifth or sixth round. Um, so know your league. If you want him, you need to go for him right yeah. about when Drew Brees comes off the board. Yeah. it goes really fast yeah. from there. So, um, Very you're right. It, it is Luck and Andrew. Yeah, Luck and Andrew go Sorry, Luck and, and Rogers. And, Rogers, and then there's, yeah. a, there's yes. a dead space. And then there's a dead space. And yeah. then, yeah. And then, boom, all of a sudden quarterbacks are gone. Yeah. Well, then Russell and Peyton go. Kind of thing. But this still, is, so it's like three and down. four. Yeah. And then and then when she, once Drew Brees come, it's like Ben and Rhett, Matt, like really fast and, and they don't always necessarily go in that order. Yeah. Like I love Matt Ryan, right? And I love I mean, I, and, Although not and, as much now Brees, as Pouncey out. True. And Brees looks good this offseason. He looks fantastic. So I mean it it's going to be kind of up there and Peyton, you know, with the new offense is not it's not going super smooth right no, no, so no. um so it's, it's gonna be kind of crazy so if you want Matt Ryan I'm okay with you kind of reaching a little bit higher for him um if that's if that's your guy um as far as the running backs don't reach for them it's not it's no. not your thing no. yeah but it doesn't uh. look like you will have to either they're kind of both good value picks at this point you got Devontae and um uh Coleman and it's going to be a little bit more of a running back by committee, but uh, they're both on the same tier in our draft cheat sheet, guys. If you go to HerFantasyFootball.com, draft cheat sheet, you can print that off and take it to your draft, and it's really great. It's got all the players broken up into tiers, so you know this person this person is available, but they're at the next tier, so I'm going to take the person that's still in the upper tier. It's great. Do it. Um, and don't draft the Atlanta Falcons tight ends. Just don't no. do that. Um, and for the Miami Dolphins, uh, like my favorite team that has fantastic volume. Oh, you're you're really big on the Dolphins. Uh, I am, but and but you can get them for yeah, so cheap for compared, you know, to some of these other guys. Yeah. Jarvis Landry is no question. He's not Julio Jones, but man, he's fast and he's hard to cover, and he's gonna have a good second season in the NFL. So I'm all about him. Him and Tannehill, like, have a serious bromance, too. They're looking at Landry in the red zone. I'm all about that yeah. combo. I'm, I can't help it. Um, and Tannehill went 18 for 22 this offseason, or this preseason thus far, with 158 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. So that's that's good stuff there. Jordan Cameron hasn't seen much coming his way for him, though. But, I, you know, be patient. It's tight ends. They all suck. Oh, so uh, he's a big body. He will see targets. 
Maybe not now, but he will eventually. Uh, let's go ahead and get to the Cleveland Browns, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, Terrell Pryor is back from injury, from his hamstring injury, and I'm going to talk about him because it's the Browns. He's going to talk about He's Pretty much. He's also back from being a quarterback. He's a total wild card, but he's one of the only wild card interesting things happening this season. I feel like everything's pretty solid. I feel like people are good, people are question marks, and then people are bad. But he's literally like, I don't know. I mean, I'm a little excited. One of the very few fantasy unknowns. Um, We don't have him ranked because we only go to 75, but... I'm just saying, so, I, I think, if you're in a really sleep deep league... Sleeper, sleeper, sleeper. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and put him at 76. Yeah. He's not even a sleeper. He's like in a coma. But you know what? <laughs> you can pop someone out of a coma pretty quickly these days. Yeah, you can. You really can. You really can. I, I think that it's important to acknowledge that, that some people are in very, 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 very deep leagues. Yeah. And that is where you, you take a flyer like him because he could have some value and it's interesting. Um, this running back situation is crazy. Duke Johnson uh, will play a lot this week, so check him out. Mm-hmm. He's a rookie. Um, Alex Mack, their amazing center, is back. So they're going to want to run the ball. Yeah, they're going to want to try to run. But, run. So yeah. one of these guys is value. Now, wh- who it'll be is, is still a little bit up in the air, but would you guys take a flyer on them? I would. I'll take a flyer on Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson? I have, I have, I have draft, drafted Duke Johnson in one of my leagues already. So I, I did, and that was, it was late, and it was a, it's a very deep league. It's 22 picks. I believe it's that. I think it's that uh, draft. 22 picks with no kicker, no defense. I have Duke Johnson. Now, are you talking whether I would take Duke or Isaiah? Yeah. Mm. Their values are both. They're both I, I think, yeah, I think their values yeah. are about where they need to be. Yeah. I, don't, I, I wouldn't choose one or the other with the sense of where they go. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's kind of like when in the draft are you willing to start taking a flyer and which one's available at that point? Yeah. My logic, not, yeah, my yeah. logic would be Isaiah for the sheer fact that the Browns are a nightmare. Like there's nothing that works out well with the Browns. So why ruin potentially ruin a rookie's confidence by putting him into a horrific situation? Yeah. So I think they would maybe wait on Duke a little bit more, run mm-hmm. Isaiah kind of shift Isaiah out for next season and then really focus on Duke then. Another value thing is uh, Johnny Menzel is going to be out for the rest of the preseason, so he's not going to be the starter week one. But he did play better in the preseason. Do you think he'll yes. be a starter at some point this year? Would you draft him? I, I would not draft I would him. I would not draft him. But I do like him. And I would not have a problem picking him up off the waiver wire if he did end up starting. Especially, like, I guess in a two-quarterback league is. I, I mean, I still wouldn't draft him because it's so uncertain, right? Yeah. But I think that um, it could be a nice pickup in midseason. Well, listen, yeah, you can. You don't need to draft him. No one's going to take him off the board unless you're in one of those crazy family-friendly... People will take him off the board. ...where someone just likes Johnny Manziel, so they draft yeah. him. In, like, yeah. their People last roster, so they can have him, just yeah. in case. Yeah. So in which case, I'm like, let him have him. Same thing with Tim Tebow. People are drafting Tim Tebow all over the place. I can't. I can't. See, well, can't. it just, it's the truth. It's, well, listen, uh, Connor Barth signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers one day after getting released from the Broncos. We knew pickup. that would happen. Great pickup. I mean, they, the only reason they dropped him was because they needed to make room for Mathis on the offensive line. And by the way, they need Mathis on the offensive line. That was the right move. Absolutely. And Brandon McManus was cheaper. They didn't need three kickers. Come on. No. 
Clearly. No, not. They were going to get rid of one anyway, so it was just um, who and when, so I think it's fine. And cost. And cost, Cost. yeah. So, so congratulations, Connor Barros. Uh, Jameis Winston sprained his ankle in the Week 2 preseason game against the Bengals. Uh, They still say that he'll start in the third preseason game against the Browns, so I guess it's not that bad. He looked better in Week 2, but again, rookies go up and down. So understand the ride. So if you want to get on that ride, go for it. I am not suggesting it for you. And Mike Evans is out for the rest of the preseason with a hamstring injury he endured during uh, the last week's preseason game. Better safe than sorry. He's fine. Um, Now, the good news is that actually I think that the first preseason game did scare people a little bit off of Mike Evans' value. So now he is down a little bit farther in ADP. He needed needed to drop. He was was going as like the fourth wide receiver off the board. And I was like... I, I can't go there with you. But if he's in, like, the second or third round and I'm in a PPR league, I don't hate it. I would not take Mike Evans as my wide receiver one. At the end of the second round, if you took a running back first, you wouldn't take Mike Evans. I would not. My law on that? I don't think... I don't think... I think that's right where it's... it's I think that that's the area he's going. I don't hate it. I don't know if I would do it. Myself. Again, my issue with him is he is not yards. He is touchdowns. And yards yeah, shows dedication and that you are a consistent player in that offense. Touchdowns, to some extent, can be lucky. I want to say lucky when you have 12. 12 means you're clearly being targeted in the end zone. But I'm a yards person. You've got a rookie quarterback in the situation. Yeah, it's not going to be the same. It's like I, I, I would not risk my number one wide receiver pick on a Mike Evans. Would you, Courtney? If I if he came at the beginning of the third round and I had taken two running backs, one and two, I had and two good running backs, and I had two good running backs, I would take I would take Mike Evans. I would not take one good running back and him as my second pick. No way. There's there's a lot of depth, and and wide receivers, mm-hmm. and I think that value second round is too high for somebody who, like Mike Evans, who's playing for the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Buccaneers, with Jameis Winston as his quarterback. And this isn't fantasy relevant, but frankly, Mike Glennon deserves a chance. He does, yeah. And I am, I'm upset about it every time I watch a preseason game. I think to myself, man, if he could go to a team that was like, you know what, we're going to give you a chance. I just think that kid has some moxie. Are you, are you, are you getting teary-eyed? Yeah, you know I what think this is actually the lime is Hashtag killing my is killing free my Glennon. Hashtag so Mr. Free Glennon. Yeah, Mr. Irrelevant in the draft, but if we're talking people in the actual NFL, Mike Glennon might be Mr. Irrelevant. It's sad. It's sad. It's like he's Mr. But he Cellophane from Chicago. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He does deserve a shot, but he's not as flashy. Walk nope. right through me. I don't know the rest of the words, but it's yeah, into it. I'm into it. All right, Minnesota Vikings, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Blair Wall. What is going on? Whoa. What is going we'll on? Started off with kickers because kickers do matter. Uh, it's sad. He's points missed points. three field goals and an extra point. Uh, it's just sad. It's just. Really... I have him in a league, and I'm like, "Are you joking?" Yeah, are no, it really joking? stinks. He just signed a new contract. It's just you know, kickers is something. If you if anybody's watched. Um, Ace Venture, Fact Detective. We know that confidence is everything for kickers. <laughs> and when you take that away, you know, you take away the opportunity to score those extra points. So it's really sad. I, I hope that he can turn it around. I hope he can get it all together. I, I suggest meditation, Walsh. Moving the, moving the kickback has made it really interesting. It is. It's it is. totally it is. different. We saw Matt Crater miss a kick tonight, and he hasn't missed a kick in for, forever. So. I mean, I am a little bummed because that's right 
touchdown is scored. I'm like, sweet. I'm going to get up and, like, refill my drink. Because it was a guaranteed point. Like, right. It's so rare someone for the two points. It's going to be a kick. Like, whatever, whatever. Move off, fill my drink. I'll be back when it's a commercial break. And now you have to sit and wait. They're like, ooh, they might miss this. They're going to miss it. And, I, and a missed kick, if it's not your fantasy kicker. Is the best. It's but if it best. is your fantasy kicker, best. know it your settings. Because you can receive, you will receive negative points on missed kicks. That's right. There are some... That's crazy. Some leads do that. Um, I really like Charles Johnson. It seems like Bridgewater and him are having another bromance on the field. I'm totally into it. You can get him for great value. Um, eighth round. Mm-hmm. Right, right above the teammate, Mike Wallace, and I like him more than Wallace. So um, I'm, in, I'm into that. Uh, and the best thing coming out of Minnesota, other than AP, um, is Teddy Bridgewater. Looking like man. a pro. Teddy's pro. a pro. Bro, it's crazy. He said it's just like set in the pocket. He's yeah, like, whatever. I was yeah, like, he said he wants to have. Um, his goal is to have better than a seventy percent completion rate, which hasn't been done since Drew Brees did it in twenty eleven. So uh, uh, it's pretty. It's pretty intense. I think that's great. I think it's a fabulous goal. Yeah. Um, RG three is the best quarterback in the league, and Teddy Bridgewater is going to have the best stats in NFL <laughs> history. Right. So this is where we're at. And I'm, oh. I'm into it. I, I oh, like it. Man. I'm on board. Let's, let's do I it. I will say this. I've got a great idea. If the Vikings make the playoffs, which was how long ago? It's been a while. The it's been a while. It's been a while. We will do a podcast where the, <laughs> before the Great Depression. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's been rough for the Vikings. Oh, yeah. no. It's been since Brett Favre. Right. Bounty Gate. It's been when we, when we were all named Eric with a K. Yeah. But, um... We will do. I think we should do a podcast where we're all dressed up as teddy bears, if they made the playoffs. I like that. I'm down. Teddy yeah. bear. Teddy, teddy bear, bear playoffs. Teddy bear playoffs. Teddy bear. We just a teddy bear from one of our shows. If, yeah. they, if they make it to the playoffs, we will do a special show. Teddy show. I know, but you know we're getting comments from people that are into furries. <laughs> oh my gosh! I didn't even think of that. Now I'm really excited. Now we have to post our podcast on like a furry site just for fun. Oh, we'll get man. some, yeah. Oh, we'll get fun. some crazies. We'll get some. I like that Let's stuff. I'm into it. All right, Dallas yeah, Cowboys. Fun, the other crazies. Funny. Let's get All into right. it. Des Bryant back at practice, nursing hamstring injury. Don't be crazy. He's elite. Fine. He fine. doesn't need any preseason action. This is exactly what we're talking about. Quarterback Orlando Scandrick will miss the season and will have surgery to repair his ACL. Tis the season, people. Uh, I'm not in love with this defense anyway. I fell less in love. It's weird. And no surprise, none of the running backs are standing out. This is shocking. This guys, is shocking. News. Literally, this the is... second that DeMarco Murray left, I have been on the anti oh the offensive line. Anyone, a grandma could run through it, and then sure enough, grandmas aren't running through there. They're like, oh, they actually did a scrimmage, and and they they stunk it up against the 49ers defense. Which, by the way, the 49ers defense is all arrested. So, like, yeah. it's it just, <laughs> yeah. and I'm telling you, I'm steering clear of this. Well, maybe I'm not. Because you know what? Actually, the good news is that their ADP is reflecting this. Because everyone feels the same way. But like, finally, this they're finally reflecting yeah. it. Again, draft late. Draft yeah, late. Draft late. Because Joseph Randall was going so high. So, so high. high. I loved it. I but loved now, it. I was like, yeah, you take him in the third round. Yeah, you do that. Yeah, okay, bye. Free, free, bye. free pick for me. Thanks. Yeah, second round I even saw right. and I was like they were like well it's that offensive line I was like okay great it's the fun. same guy that's got Mike Evans and who knows who knows that somebody might be successful come this Absolutely. Se- come sure. midway through the season but no. it's going to take a little bit because it's not no they won't it's not DeMarco Murray sure I get it well I don't know 
So, uh, but here's the deal. I do know. Joseph Randall's going 51 overall ADP. Darren McFadden, 105 ADP. Lance Dunbar, who is in the mix, people, going 193 ADP. I love it. Now, DeMarco Murray last year was amazing. These guys aren't DeMarco Murray. Uh, No. Based on these ADP numbers, would you draft any of these people, or are you just steering clear of this whole situation? Darren McFadden, for sure. Tenth round, third or fourth court, third or fourth running back. Uh, I'm not upset with that. Because Darren McFadden, although he does get injured, he does have that veteran ability. Who knows? Maybe this is this is going to happen. Maybe he is the one that's going to be able to break through, you know, with that offensive line. So that's I think that for me that worth the the value is there for Darren McFadden. At at one hundred and five, I would draft him eleventh. He's close. I'd be at the lower end of that average, but yeah. Like Courtney said, my reasoning here is that he's a third down back. I think I yeah. think that the Dallas Touchdowns. Cowboys have realized he's a third down back and he's in there to power it on, and into the end zone. So in that case, he's got a lot more upside for me than Randall, who's going to kind of just, you know, be more like right. the actual, like, bow, bell cow. But Fad's got the potential to actually score the touchdowns. And, not, and, and he may not get as hurt for the fact that they're not going to actually use him as the featured back. Perfect. And for where he is, okay. Yeah. yeah, he and he's going as a flex. And to me, Darren McFadden could be a flex. Right. Absolutely, I'm right. into that. I agree. New York Jets and the New York Giants. New York, New York! New York, New York! Mm-hmm. I always struggle with this one. You know, I start off with Jeremy Curley. How boring is that? His concussion. That's mean of me to say. But he's out of practice as of Wednesday, August 26th. Um, he's going through the concussion protocol. He won't return. He's not cleared for practice yet. But... Um, again, he's not really a fantasy option with Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker. He's maybe a guy that will steal a couple touchdowns here and there. If you're in a deep, deep league, if you're in a 16-team league, then I think Jeremy Curley's an option. If you were in a standard 10-12 to 12 team league, you're not picking up Jeremy Curley. Let's just be honest. Not happening. Nope. Uh, but Chris Ivory. I'm on board with Chris Ivory. I'm on board, too. I'm on board with Chris Ivory. I like it. I like Especially it. Especially the PPR. It. I'm down with Chris Ivory. Totally. He's looked really good this preseason. Yeah. Um, I, I like it a lot. And it is interesting. It's a little crowded. Steven Ridley. You got Zach Stacey. You got... There's, there's a lot of... Ridley's not even healthy yet. We have no idea what he's going to do. There's just there's a lot going on. But, you know, I, I like him. Um, Jason Morrow, uh, he was present in practice, wasn't participating in drills as of the 24th. Uh, we expect him to actually start participating soon here. But again, I'm not a Jason Morrow fan, so moving on. That's all that I'm going to be on the Jets. That's it. That's it. It's done. The Giants is awful. The Giants is sad. There's nothing good coming out of the Giants. No. Uh, it's just it's injury after injury. It's really depressing. Victor Cruz is still sidelined after a calf injury. This is not related to his knee injury that he had last year. That's good, though. It took him out of the season. Sure, it's good, but it's not good because Victor Cruz needs time. Unlike APs, Des Bryant, Calvin Johnson, naps over snaps, Victor Cruz needs to get on the field. He needs to know the offense. He needs yeah. to work with ODB. He needs to get the grip back. And as fantasy owners, we need to feel confident that he's not going to be injured, right? It's not my favorite. He needs uh, the chemistry. It's, yeah, it's, chemistry it's not my favorite. Re- Ruben Randall is back to practice, which is... Which is the only good thing, really. And the defense is so banged up that, like, I mean, don't do that. And their don't. offensive line. The offensive line is, 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 
it's, Giants. It's, it's really sad. It is sad because the Giants have so much talent. They really do. I, I really love like Eli. It's one of those teams I just it like. It was full running back by committee set. It's great. Not for fantasy, but for, for the Giants. But real just football. For real football. Um, and then the receiving core is great for fantasy. Because you can teams, get... Yeah. I just like them. Yeah, like so them. It's, it stinks. I hope they get healthy, you know, because... Although it's fun to see Coughlin mad. Uh, Chicago Bears, the Cincinnati Bengals. All the wide receivers are hurt. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> so sad. So rookie Kevin White is out probably for the whole season. Yeah. It's, it's a little so up in the air, but it's not, not looking really. good. Yeah. Alshon Jeffrey continues to sit out with a calf injury. We're told that he's okay. I would love to feel that. Uh, Marcus Colston, or Marcus Wilson, sorry. Uh, has a hamstring injury, and now Eddie Royal is out with a hip injury. It's what bad. the heck? It's, it's bad. It's like bad. So none of these injuries are supposed to carry into the season other than uh, Whites, but man, I don't know. So no, you know they have Cutler. They have no wide receivers. They have no Mark Trussman. I don't. I don't know whom. And no it. chemistry. This is to some extent a new unit together. Listen, you want Matt Forte because he is the that's, guy. That's true. This uh, helps Forte. And no one and no one values him the way that they do the other number one guys. So you can get him at the yeah. end of your first round, beginning of your second round, and that is value that they will use him. Same thing. Especially uh, people are freaked out about Alshon Jeffrey's injury, so now he's in the second or third round, which is great. And then Martellus Bennett is a must. As far as I'm concerned, his yeah. ADP is at 59, and I'm like, yep. Snagging you, buddy. Done. On the boat. Cincinnati Bengals, Ashley. What's going on with them, guys? I mean... <laughs> wow. Oh, terrible preseason right the now. the Bengals. Whoa. I have horrible teams, first of all, but my teams this year, I'm going to... I know, the Cincinnati I'm Bengals probably, is your only good one. I'm, I know, they're my good one. And yeah. They're, they're like, actually, one of the worst ones. It's done, it's done now. And AJ Green and probably, Andy but, Dalton don't even know each other anymore. But he, th- that, this, is, yeah. this is the problem, right? So, Andy Dalton... Completed six of his 13 pass attempts for 46 yards last week. He had no touchdowns, two interceptions, and that doesn't even sum up how bad it looked. No. It doesn't sum up just, like, it's painful. And then you're kind of like, okay, well, we chalking this up to Andy Dalton just really can't perform in prime time. Like, he just, he cannot perform on national stage. I did think that. Is that what this is? Yeah. I don't know. But then the problem is the offensive line. So they're struggling, and they're supposed to be one of the best in the league. So what's going on? I, you know, they're making very big mistakes on very, very basic plays. With that said, Giovanni Bernard, fantastic PPR. You're taking Jeremy Hill. You're still taking A.J. Green, Marvin Jones, and Mohamed Sanu, but their value is going down a little bit. We got to, oof, it's just... It's Mohamed Sanu's value is gone. It's m- missing. It's not even alive. It's just I don't rough. think he's getting drafted in most leagues, which, you know, I sad. I think he's actually really talented, so. He's one of those, like, deep, deep slippers. Deep. Yeah. But he has potential to blow up. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's not in prime time. Yeah, especially if, don't, if, don't play if a Dalton and Green time. are fighting, you know, look for Sanu to really benefit from that. For Jones, I love Jones. That disconnection. Um, Washington Redskins at the Baltimore Ravens. So, RG3 got laid out and laid out and laid out and then laid out some more. I mean, that offensive so line. So sad. So sad. La- I mean, it was brutal and what's really interesting so he's got a concussion he did not clear concussion protocols he will not be playing this game pre- third preseason yeah. game um i mean it's it's bad and what's really, really what's really interesting and actually sad about this organization is it's actually brought up more questions between him and gruden and the owner where they sit there and say that he took a pounding 
in terms of the play calls that they had when RG3 was on the field compared to what they had with the backup quarterbacks, with, you know, the Colt McCoys, Kirk Cousins of the world, that it was vastly different. And they're like, are they, do they, does Gruden want RG3 to get hurt? And I'm going to say I do not believe Gruden wants RG3 to get hurt. This is ludicrous. This is their starting quarterbacks. They're obviously going to do more complex plays with a guy that's supposed to be their guy. That's my opinion. Also, I, he's a running quarterback. He's a running quarterback. It's, it's a completely different scheme between him yeah. and, and Nicole McCoy and, and Kirk Cousins. But he is hurt. Nonetheless, you're not playing him. But they did hold out like Deshaun Jackson. It's kind of that, well, why they hold him out and, and, and then not, you know, RG3. It's, it's a different ball game, people. Again, you're, you're going to pick up our Deshaun Jackson. We've talked about Deshaun like, multiple times. He's quarterback proof. Deshaun Jackson is not fighting for his job. I'm sorry, RG three no. is still fighting, He's fighting for, his, for job. his job. Yeah, and it's going to be like this yeah. all season long. That's just yeah. like the mat- the way it is, and it's it's a little sad, but yeah, um, it's you know it's it's tough in DC. Even like Gruden's mm-hmm. getting like called out in terms of being what was the word fat fat. I know, but what do they call him? Oh, uh, oh, I can't remember. I don't know. It was really mean. Baby fat. Baby fat. Don't call. Don't be mean, people. They've got enough problems. Yeah. They've got enough problems. You don't need to be mean. You just need to watch the game. Yeah. Washington's a mess. A mess. It's a mess. Don't go, don't, don't know near other than Deshaun Jones. Yeah, do me a favor. And offer more. Start everybody who's playing Washington for the first six weeks. Enjoy. Those fantasy points. <laughs> Soak them in. Soak them in. Play that defense. That defense. Every defense against Washington week. And and Washington's defense is horrible. They they're they are injury riddled. Yeah, it's, it's just sad. It's sad. Bad, bad, bad. It's bad. Um, speaking of bad, the Baltimore Ravens are kind of lost for identity right now. So here's the. The great news. I'm not suggesting a lot of people that you should draft, but I will say that they're going to be the people that you're going to pick up later. And uh, Rashad Perriman's still out. Everyone's still ticked about it, but it is what it is. My sleeper from, I don't know if you remember this, my first write-up in Baltimore, I was like, you know, there's this other rookie named Darren Weller, and he might be a sleeper. Well, sure enough, caught a touchdown last week, and now everyone's like, oh, Darren Weller. And I told Nando, actually, in um, at the FSTA draft, that was uh, that happened in. Uh, is it Weller or Waller? Waller, sorry, Waller. We Darren do that. We're Waller. like catch, catch. We have a yeah. weird southern we, accent. We do like weird things sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I I actually suggested him to draft him, and he was like, "Whoa, I haven't even heard of this guy." And I was like, "Yeah." So I don't know why he caught my eye, but he's still catching my eye, and I think it's something to think about. Steve Smith Senior. You can get him solo. Solo. And you know what? Solo. Great value. Mark Trestman will get this all together. I believe that. And there's also going to be a tight end that's going to emerge. But it's all a little dicey. But I would definitely get Joe Flacco if you're in a two-quarterback league and as a backup. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to be moving the ball. It's going to be a little creative. But I think we're not going to see the fruit of those labor that labor until, like, week three. Right. Seattle Seahawks and San Diego Chargers. Make this one piffy, shall we? I really don't have a whole oh, lot. You don't here. have that much for Seattle. I mean, I, just like twenty five bullet do. points. I do. I have a lot of bullets, but like like not a whole lot of content because it's kind of mainly talking about the fact that wide receiver um, Deontay <laughs> Greenberry signed with Seattle. Um, Jake Large's quarterback was released. This is because you know you got hurt players like Paul Richardson. And they need to stick up a little bit wide receiver. Sure. Uh, Christine Michael is basically shirt of the number three running back spot. Again, this means zero to you fantasy-wise because you should not be drafting Christine Michael. Unless you are in a 16-team league, you have no business drafting Michael, period. End of discussion. I won't apologize for that. 
Marshawn Lynch, uh, he's been fine recently. There's all sorts of Lynch trauma. But, um, you know, he probably will be limited to a few carries in the third preseason game. Who cares? You have no desire to care about this again. It's a player that has no need to play in the preseason. Don't even think twice about it. Um, Richard Sherman is going to play. His hip injury had him out for practice, but he's back. He is fine. Your Seattle D is still intact. And then Jimmy Graham got three passes from Russell Wilson for 39 yards in a preseason game. That's not great, but it's not awful. It's right where we expect him. Yep. Upper echelon of tight ends. Right. Upper echelon of tight ends, but nothing to write home about. Love it. Love it. Uh, well, today's the day for the San Diego Chargers. We're going to be seeing Melvin Gordon on the field. <laughs> so we all get to judge him for real. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty exciting. His ADP is 34 in standards. Um, listen, if you're in a PPR league, I would not go for Gordon at all. Danny Woodhead is going to be stealing those catches. I think he's going to be stealing those red zone targets. I'm not a, I'm not a Gordon. Yeah, I'm not a Gordon guy. He, the rumors are he's having struggling with pass protection. Now the coaches are coming out and saying that was overblown, blah, 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 blah. They, um, get their, they get their news from somewhere, people. Yeah, it's not, yeah, come on. Walks like a duck. Yeah. Talks like a duck. When the tabloids said Tiger Woods was cheating on his wife, he was cheating on his wife. He was cheating on he his wife. He was really cheating on his wife. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. Gangbusters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if mm-hmm. Gordon's really, really as, mm-hmm. as, as Tiger, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Melvin Gordon. Welcome to the league. We just compared you to Tiger Woods. I know. I'm sorry. We're awful. We're sorry, <laughs> sorry. Gordon. You're no Tiger. You're no Tiger. Uh, no, no. And Tiger's great. For you know, back in the day for golf. I just it was yeah. fun. It was funny. Hey, uh, but Woodhead's fantastic, and he's a vet. Yes, yes, very much. So, uh, and, and he's fast, and he's that PPR monkey. Like he just like he just like goes. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's good. It's good. And now he's gonna be my favorite. He was injured, guys, so we, we forget about him sometimes. But don't. He's that's that's one of those sleeper guys you need. Um, and I think Keenan Allen has great value too. You know, yeah. say you go running back in the first two rounds, then you snag somebody like Brandon Cooks, which is mm-hmm. great. Um, in the third, Keenan Allen is a fantastic fourth round wide receiver. That's, That's it, where he's yeah. going. And I think mm-hmm. with um, Antonio Gates suspended for the first four weeks, it's money for Allen uh, at the beginning of the season. And Ladarius Green, the tight end, uh, is not my favorite handcuff. No. So let's not do that. Okay. Lots of better tight ends in the league. And that's not saying much because tight ends, tight ends yeah. suck. Philadelphia Eagles with the Green Bay Packers. Philadelphia Eagles, man. Brandon loves himself and Chip Kelly. You know, I feel like we should do a trade. You can take Philadelphia Eagles back if you want to give me a different team. But I get to choose the team. Oh, that's, that's fair. No. No, you don't want to cover them because there's too many people. You guys don't want one of my teams? Oh, yeah, I, I do. I do. I want all of your teams because I wouldn't have to do any write-ups. <laughs> uh, Sam Bradford was back on the field and got hit right in the knees to start out his 2015 oh, preseason. Pit uh, in the stomach. Pit in the stomach. On the oh, I loved it. Oh. I loved it. I was like, yes. He got right back up. He kept playing. That's true. Heck, yeah. I feel good about it. It made me actually, it was like, a sigh Goldberg. of relief. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's like the first time Peyton got sacked, and we're all like, <gasps> after his and next it, surgery, and yeah, then it's like, and he got up, and you're like, okay. Yes, okay. This, this might work. I still this love that might work. Bradford, but, yeah, no, I'm into know. him. I, I, I think this could be it. Everyone's scared of him, so his value is super low. You can get him in the 10th round. So That's true. I just, Where like, you can get him is money. Goods. Yeah. Um, I would like to make something clear, by the way. If you were ranked in the top 35 for wide receivers, 
Um, that is not a sleeper. So all these articles that keep coming out about Aguilar being a sleeper is really starting to anger me. He's not a sleeper. He's yeah. not. He's, like, ranked in, like, 32 in most sites. Give me a break. It's, like, bananas to me. So Nelson Aguilar is a great he's a option, but he's not... A sleeper. You have to get him. Solid wide receiver. Yeah, you have to get him higher than you think. So don't think that he's going to be like sneaking him in the 11th, 12th round. Not the case, people. Okay? So it's not... It, it, it's something that irates me. Um. Anyways, Marco Murray and Ryan Matthews looked great last week. They both looked good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yep. But it only kind of like reconfirmed my what I said last week, that DeMarco Murray is not... Who I'm going to be going for for the price he's going that high, sharing the ball. Although it's Chip Kelly and it's a run offense, and yeah. that's all sounds very good. There's so much to spread the ball around. It's not my favorite. Sorry. There's other guys like AJ Green, Randall Cobb that are going around the same time that uh, Demarco Murray's going, and I'd rather take that wide receiver over Demarco Murray. Well, Aaron Rodgers and the rest of the starters are sitting out this game. That's right. That's a bold move. Jordy Nelson yeah. scared the mm out of everybody, and they are all sitting. That's very But it's also really bold that you lose Jordy, and you're like, we're still going to bench all of our starters and not try to get chemistry with who's yeah. going to fill in for Jordy. They're yeah. just like, nope, can't risk it. No, can't risk it. Done. Yeah, and so I, th- I still think that Cobb is going to go for over 1,000 yards and double-digit touchdowns. I think that he will succeed at that. Um, I do think Devontae Adams will be around 850 yards. I don't think he'll break the 1,000. No. But I think he'll have some nice touchdowns, too. Last year, he had 38 receptions, 446 yards, and three touchdowns. Now, Ty Montgomery is probably going to be the number three guy. They did confirm that he will get the first shot at starting. The other guy is Jeff Janis. So if you're in, like, a really, really deep best ball league, one injury to one of those guys, Jeff Janis is now playing as a starter with Aaron Rodgers. So any... Wide receiver that has Aaron Rodgers throwing the, him the ball say, deserves it, to be on your fantasy. Is a better team. situation than any other. Absolutely. Yeah. Indianapolis Colts, the St. Louis Rams. So with the Colts, uh, they did rec- get defensive end Robert Mathis back from his Achilles injury, which is great news for them. Expect him to be back early in the season. Um, perhaps not week one, but definitely no. earlier than, than later. Uh, the Colts' Frank Gore, he's been praised very, very high by Chuck Pagano. Which, if you've listened to our show, should not be a surprise to you Mm -hmm. at all. They love every single aspect of his game, as do we. Get your hands on Frank Gore if you can. Great. Please, 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 please. Um, And and Frank Gore even called Andrew Luck a football god. And I was like, whoa. I know, I saw this. Whoa. That is is bold. He had Kaepernick for too long. I will say, though, because, again, like you said, there's a whole lot of options with the Colts and where you just brought the wealth to. There's a lot of options. But uh, wide receiver Philip Dorsett looks to be currently going to take that number three position. So, again, even within that spot, that's still, you know, slim pickings. But he looks to be the guy over Dante Moncrief. But... um, if you had to make a choice, go Dorsett. And then Kobe Fleener is hopefully going to return to practice next week. Uh, but again, you got a very interesting situation with Dwayne Allen. So, But he's a great second tight end pick, Kobe Fleener. St. Louis Rams, Brandon Ashley, you're still going. Girly, guys, I told you. I told you this guy was going to be back. He is going to be <laughs> back, and I'm excited. 
Again, like we said, they were being really cautious in terms of they're not going to play him until it's the season. They want to give him the absolute most possible time to heal. That's what they're doing. They've made a huge investment in him, and, and that is how it's going to work. Now, the problem is the offensive line needs to pull it together. Yeah. It has been a little bit painful. And it, it is very clear that they are a new unit. And, and Foles has not been shy about not being super pleased with how that has played out. But you know what? He hasn't also done all that great either. You know, so far this season, you know, he had, what, 61 yards for his first two passes, and then after that, he only completed 6 of 12 for 87 yards with no touchdowns and an interception, and that was against the Tennessee Titans, and that's not great. But Brian Quick, he should be cleared to practice. He should be good. This guy is another fantasy sleeper. Brian Quick is fantastic. We love him. Make sure that you think about him in later rounds. I love it. I think that uh, St. Louis is great value picks that aren't going to you aren't going to start at the beginning of the season, no, but no. you might you, you could start them at, towards, the towards the end. I'm into it. San Francisco 49ers, the Denver Broncos. Deep sleeper alert. My guy Bruce Ellington is Bruce. back at practice. He could play this week. He's competing with Quentin Patton. Um, he has some talent. Yep. I just want you to keep yeah. your eye out for him. Vernon Davis, I mean, I don't know what to think about him. You know, he was the second-best tight end in 2013 with 13 touchdowns, which, once again, touchdown dependent. We don't love that. Don't but love then it, last man. year, only 26 receptions for 245 yards and two touchdowns. Yikes. So I have no idea. And, by the way, there's no decision in the future of Ahmad Brooks. Uh, he was sent home from the Denver joint practices after being charged with one count of misdemeanor sexual battery this week. They cut Ray McDonald in December when he was indicted on the rape charge yeah. on the same day. Yeah. Um, but uh, they also cut Alton Smith in early August because he was arrested for the fifth time in three years. Three years. Five times. I, come on. It's sad. Uh, that's 49ers. A thing. And I feel bad that that's my fantasy report, but it's almost all legal it's reality. It's reality. You know? Yeah, poor coach. That poor new coach. That's all he's talking about. Sad. Well, we already talked about Carter uh, Barth being released, so we'll move on. Uh, sad day for Monte Ball. He's lost his backup spot to Ronnie Hill, uh, and that's th- this is fantasy worthy because handcuffing yourself with a Denver Bronco, I think, is a so good choice. They did officially say Ronnie Hillman. At is this point, this. Ronnie Hillman is the backup. And Monte Ball is the third option. You called that early, Courtney. You said that yeah, you prefer Hillman to Ball. I, I did, and I will tell you right now, Hillman and or Ball will be the starter at some point in 2015. I don't believe that the running backs in Denver can stay healthy. I don't know if it's the altitude. I don't know if it's intimidation being behind Peyton Manning. I don't know what it is. It's, they're going to get hurt. They always do. It's Russell it's, Wilson's magic water. It is. That's what it is. <laughs> so That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I purposely skipped over that because I wasn't going to be nice. Yeah, I'm into that. But, uh, so I, I, I still enjoy both Hillman and Ball. I like both. I for really, really deep leagues. I, uh, I, I think Hillman is a great handcuff. I think Ball is one of your sleepers. Keep an eye on him on your waiver wire because it will be a good pickup when the injury does happen. Um, and welcome, Evan Mathis, to the Denver Broncos O-line. We talked about this Needed. earlier, but this is Needed. a big, big theme. This, the offensive line was struggling. You cannot be struggling when you have a 80-year-old quarterback. It doesn't work in nope. the league. And I'm in a really deep league, and I'll tell you, I draft Brock Osweiler. Uh, why? Because he is surrounded by talent. So even, you know, like, he might not be the best. It does not matter, right? Because there's so many guys that he'll be able to still get you fantasy points if he ends up being the starter, which I pray to God he doesn't. Right. Throw that out there. 
Um, yeah, so, and guess what? The Broncos are planning on doing more wide receiver three sets, which, again, no bleep. I mean, that was obvious. It says the same thing. Gary Kubiak went to Baltimore, and what did he do? He didn't use his tight ends because his tight ends were awful or injured. It's the same thing going to be in the Denver Broncos. In fact, today they picked up another tight end, Dan Light, from the Chiefs. Um, what this means, though, is good news for Cody Latimer owners and or fans because he's going to get the ball more and have more fantasy points. Let's move on to the Sunday games, Houston Texans and the New Orleans Saints. It's rumored that Arian Foster could play as early as late September. Freak. I think that Freak is nuts. I mean, so he may avoid Freak. the long-term IR. Uh, he went under the knife only August 7th. This seems optimistic, but I, I do think that it will be sooner than we think. His ADP is 64. Where would you take Arian Foster? Listen, this is the only case, I think, that you wish you had a draft early. Because Arian Foster's like ADP really was more like 85. Yes, that's true. And to get him in the eighth round, a starting free of a running back, yeah, that was a steal. Um, Where would I take him? I'd take him him to six. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's crazy people taking him in like the third or fourth. Well, just to let you know, you can also get Alfred Blue. If you decided to go with with Aaron Foster in the sixth, you can get Alfred Blue then in the ninth round. Yeah, and you have and a complete set. Yeah. You're fine. No, so. I yeah. think, you, I think I that mean, Blue is him. no Foster. No Let's foster. make that clear. No, no Foster. But you're but good. Was it, yeah, you're, you're right. good. Um, Brian Hoyer was named the starter. Uh, but they also said he could lose his job. No, it's yeah. not good. That's so not basically, good. it's 2014 2.0. It really is. Like, new team, new teams, same stuff. Same stuff. Yeah, same story. Saints, make it piffy, will you? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, right. Brandon Cooks, he's still the man. He's the guy there. It's... Draft him. He's the real deal. We love him. Drew Brees. He spent more than two months working on his mechanics, and it shows. He so looks good. He fantastic. Looks so good. And again, like we said, they were willing to give up Jimmy Graham. Part of that is because of the belief in Drew Brees, and part of that is the belief in Brandon Cooks. This is your unit. This is what you're going to do. Mark Ingram, he has been featured as a receiver out of the backfield. I don't want to get used to him coming out of the backfield. So don't beat a PPR league and think that he's going to all of a sudden catch a whole bunch of receptions. This is partially because Spiller is, you know, having trouble staying on the field again, and they want to make sure that they have plays incorporate where Ingram can come out of the backfield to receive. But when CJ is back, he will be the primary receiving back. It will not be Ingram. So do not get too caught up in this. And Kyrie Robinson has an undisclosed injury, which drives me freaking crazy. We are... I mean, what, at this point in time, I can understand during training camp you don't want to say what people have. But like, right now, just tell us what he's got. Um... <laughs> But it's gonna But he's. <laughs> wah, wah. It's the clap. It's, it's not. Clap. Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. Jimmy Dugan. We... Remember when I did that to one of your boyfriends in high school? My boyfriend. Oh I my god, guys. I won't say his name. This is terrible. We are making this very clear. We do not think that Kyrie Robinson has. No, but this guy no. from high school did. He did not. <laughs> did he? Yes. I don't know. Did he really? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah he, he went really? to Mexico. This was after you dated him. We, we went just, to Mexico we just, we just and came back, anyway. and one of Ashley Brandon's friends found out because she dated him after. Yeah, anyway, it doesn't anyway, Kyrie's actually <laughs> he's edit and we do yeah. He's actually listed number two on the on the depth chart, but we'll see in terms of if he can stay healthy whether he actually maintains that. Awesome, Arizona Cardinals at the Oakland Raiders. Uh, did you guys see the photo of Michael Floyd's hand? No. So he, he dislocated three fingers, right? Yeah. But he's got like 
full cast that's like a huge bubble around his hand. Yeah, like like, like holding a teddy bear in the hospital. That's not normal for three dislocated fingers, right? Because they tape it, right? Isn't that normal? Just tape, little tape, tape. No, uh, I think these were like necessarily. These, yeah, this was this was I think a little bit bigger of a deal than they were playing. Because when I split my hands uh, with a bar mug, they taped it all the way down to my elbow, and I'm like, is this this is excessive? This is I, there's not an injury on my elbow right now. Did they just do that? But that's your it was an open it was an open so yeah so it's that's kind of that's a little silly. Uh, anyways, uh, Brandon just like went, yeah there you go. Uh, the. Offensive guy, Mike Lupuda, uh, is, is injured. That's not good. Uh, we don't know when he's coming back. So Chris Johnson is back, um, and he also got injured, but he's going to be playing again, which is good. Um, but it's even better for rookie running back David Johnson, who's going to get more opportunity this True. week yep. to prove his ability. It's, it's definitely a race to the fittest in Arizona in the backfield because everybody knows Ellington has weaknesses, right? That's definitely how it is. Um, and I love John Brown. John Brown is legit. We're talking about it. It's the most boring name in the NFL and people are forgetting yeah. about him. But yeah. he is good, you guys. He yeah. is good. He's fast. He is young. And I love him. I love him. So it, it it's it's good stuff and it seems that Palmer is targeting him in the red yeah. zone. So for fantasy, that's just money. Yeah. Uh, quick update because it's the Raiders and there's a whole lot to talk about. Rod Streeter. Yeah. Uh, it's Rod Streeter's illness. Again, undis- uh, undisclosed jazz. I going to talk about Rod Streeter. It's my favorite. He's guy. I'm he's not going to blow up Courtney's boy. It is what it is. Uh, he's making progress. I love this. Physically and mentally after recovering from an illness and being activated from the non-football injury list. Welcome back, Rod. Welcome back. back. Don't draft him. Roy, <laughs> Roy, hello. Another undisclosed. I end my entire teams with undisclosed. But he did return to practice um, on Wednesday. We like him a lot. Keep around Hulu. We've talked about all season long that we yep. love him, especially out of the backfield. He's got fantastic hands, and they will use him as a receiver. They will. They do have Latavius Murray. He is the bell cow running back. Ah, they've loved they've loved him thus far. They think he's doing they great do. this preseason. Yeah, yeah. He's been working on his hands in order to improve as a wide receiver. But again, don't get too caught up in this hype either because Hulu will get a lot of those passes, not Latavius Murray, in my personal opinion. You know, and he did great down the stretch. I mean, he last season he had five point one seven yards per carry um, in the back end of the season, which you know only four of the runners actually did better than him in the NFL. Yeah. So there there is a lot of upside there with him. But, again, don't stretch too high. Agreed. Well, and that's our show, you guys. Preseason week three. Make sure if you're in Jersey to hop over. Uh, we will be at the Fantasy uh, Football Weekend with Fantasy Network. So you guys can come see us there. Also, Saturday, uh, tomorrow, we will have our show on SiriusXM. Yep. 3 to 5 Eastern. So come and listen to us. And then from there on out, it's from 8 to 10 Eastern p.m. So make sure you come over. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We do it a little differently than we do here on the podcast. Live so, Collins. Live Collins. Yeah, call in. Talk to us. Uh, we like judging you two, so it's fun. <laughs> uh, chat with us on Twitter at Her Fantasy FB and on Facebook forward slash Her Fantasy Football. And of course, you can listen to us on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and Stitcher. Uh, it's fun, ladies. Thank you so much. Until next time, no more faking it.